My dad is coming for a visit today, and I'm making my version of some delicious classics. I'll start out by fixing up dad's favorite coconut cream pie, which is super silky and sweet, a savory salt and vinegar potato galette. It's just layers of tastiness. Mmm, awesome. And my tribute to my hometown, a Chicago dog meatloaf, to go along with crisp wedge salads with feta cream and bacon. Good job! Yay! Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. My dad's in town to visit, so I am bringing one of his all-time favorite foods to the table, his coconut cream pie. I finally asked him for the recipe so I could learn how to make it. It's gonna be so good. To get started, I'm gonna make the crust. I'll grab some coconut oil and some shredded unsweetened coconut. He makes the crust using these crunchy chocolate cookies that are in the shapes of cats. So the ingredients call for 80 cats, but any crunchy chocolate cookie will do and about two cups of them. I'm gonna hold my crust together with some coconut oil, which is gonna just up the coconutiness of this pie. I'm gonna get five tablespoons. And this is unrefined coconut oil because it has that coconut flavor. And then I'll pulse this until the mixture is mealy. Okay, it's starting to hold together in the food processor, so I know that it's just about ready to form a crust. The last thing I'm gonna add is some coconut. This pie has coconut in so many forms. There's the coconut oil, there's coconut in the crust, coconut in the pudding filling, and of course I'm gonna add some coconut on top. So I'm adding a third of a cup of coconut here, and then I'll pulse a few more times to combine. Okay, this is looking great. I'm going to get it into my pan. So one thing that my dad always does when he makes this is that he makes it in a springform pan. So I'll dump my crust into the pan, flatten it out all around the bottom. You can also use the bottom of a measuring cup to help. It's important to pack it firm and then also to bake it because that'll make the whole crust one big cookie. Oh, it smells so good and coconutty. All right, this is ready to be baked. I'm gonna put this in the oven at 325 for 25 minutes. And meanwhile, I'm gonna toast some coconut for the top of my pie. I like using these big giant flakes because they look pretty, but the shredded coconut will work too. I'll just pour about a half a cup of this into my dry skillet. So toasting the coconut is gonna add great depth of flavor to this pie, and it'll also add a crispy topping. My dad's gonna be a grandfather for the first time. I think he's gonna be great at it because he has a lot of energy and he can be really silly. He has grand dogs and grand chickens, but this is gonna be his first actual grandchild. I told him over video chat and he made the funniest face ever. He got really excited. Oh, this is looking and smelling so delicious. I'm gonna transfer it to a bowl. And my crust is almost done too, so I'm gonna check on that in the oven. Oh yes, this is looking great. The coconut is toasted, and I can tell that that crust is going to be crispy. And now I'm gonna get started on my pudding filling. So I'll grab my eggs, some milk. All right, now I'm only using egg yolks in this because they're gonna contribute a lot of richness and they're gonna help my pudding thicken. It's important to make sure that my pot is cold because I don't want the yolks to cook and scramble. Now to my pot, I'm going to add two and three quarters of a cup of milk, two thirds of a cup of sugar, a third of a cup of cornstarch, which will help my mixture get thick, two teaspoons of vanilla bean paste. 
I love the flavor of vanilla bean with coconut. Vanilla extract will also do. And then three quarters of a teaspoon of salt to bring out all of these flavors. Now I'm gonna whisk this really well until it's smooth and then I'm gonna turn the heat on just to prevent those egg yolks from cooking and scrambling in my mixture. Now that it's smooth and combined, I'm gonna turn my heat on to medium high and I'm gonna continue to whisk until it thickens. The soft, creamy pudding with the crispy crust is a great combination. Mm, it smells so good in here. Look how thick it is. The magic of pudding. I'll just fold in about a cup and a quarter of my shredded coconut. Mm, I could eat this with a spoon. Okay, and now it's ready to go into the pan. Okay, my dad is totally going to freak out when he sees this. Oh yeah, that's good. All right, I'll smooth it out evenly. And I want it to come up over the cookie crust so that when it sets and I take off the sides of the springform pan, I can see the three layers. Okay, and there it is. That is the base of my pie. I'm gonna have this set in the fridge for about two hours and then I'm gonna get started on some other things. I love potatoes in any form. And today I am making my salt and vinegar potato galette. I'm thinly slicing some Yukon gold potatoes. I'm using a mandolin, but you can use a sharp knife. I'm getting these to about an eighth of an inch thick. And I have a half inch of vegetable oil that's been heating until shimmering. Oh, that's a good sizzle. These are basically like big, thick potato chips that I'm going to pile into some pie dough, layered with caramelized onions and Parmesan. I honestly can't think of anything better right now. They're lightly browned, which is perfect. I'm gonna transfer them to a sheet pan. It's lined with paper towel to soak up any excess oil. Mmm, it smells like french fries. Chives and potatoes go so well together, and chives just look so pretty sprinkled on top, kind of like green confetti. I'll get rid of my paper towel now, and then I'm gonna season these potatoes with salt and pepper, and then I'll toss them in vinegar. And the best vinegar for this is just plain old distilled white vinegar. It has the strongest flavor, and it's gonna go great with these potatoes. A couple good pinches of salt, some black pepper, and my chives. And I'll give this a toss to get everything evenly coated. I feel like I need to taste one. Mm, that's amazing. The only thing that will make these better is wrapping them up in pie dough and layering them with caramelized onions. I cannot wait to dive into this. Now I'm gonna form my galette. I'll gather my pie dough, some Parmesan cheese, and an egg for some egg wash. I'm using store-bought dough here, but of course homemade dough will work. Now I wanna roll out my pie dough until it's about 12 or 13 inches in diameter. This is where all the potatoes and goodness are gonna go. Hello! Hello! Welcome! Yay. How was your journey? Well, pretty good, but I'm so glad to be here. It smells so good! I'm what cooking. do you get? Oh my gosh, you really are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, I'm making a salt and vinegar potato galette. Cool. Do you wanna help? Sure. Okay, Over cool. All right. I've got some onions that I've caramelized in butter. And do you want to put about half of them in around eight inches? We want to leave a border here, okay. about a two inch border. Just half of this? Yeah, just half of it, because I'm going to layer it with the potatoes and Parmesan. Awesome. So, what exactly is a galette? A galette is basically a rustic free form pie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle it with some Parmesan cool. now. Another potatoes? So nice. 
these have some chives and salt and vinegar. Wow. And now the second round of layers. So another layer of onions. And it doesn't have to be a very thick layer. It smells so awesome. I can't wait to eat it. Mm. Me too. How's that? Mm, that's perfect. Now what? My cheese. Dogs love cheese. Okay, so I'm gonna do the potatoes Oh wow, now. another layer. Yeah, so it's just cool. layers of tastiness. Mm, that's a very sophisticated potato course. <laughs> okay, to crimp the edges, oh, yeah. I'm first show gonna me, add an egg me, wash, me. and that's gonna help it stick together. No. Now I'm gonna fold up a little part of it, mm. just mm. like that, mm. and it sticks because of the egg wash, okay. and then I'm gonna fold it over for mm. the next little part and awesome. just make a pretty design. Yeah. And if you mess up, mm. galettes are supposed to be rustic. Okay, so. rustic. Looking good. Beautiful. Yeah, and perfect. You wanna give it a little hug so it all hug, sticks. Hug, hug, hug. Perfect. Oh, wow. It looks like one of those medieval English hats that those guys like Henry VIII would wear, a little hat off to the side. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Oh, so, good. so good. good. So I'm going to finish this up. Okay. You should go say hi to Nick. I think he's out in the shop. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for your help. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Can't wait to eat. That's my dad. And I love him. <laughs> to finish this galette, I'm going to give it another brush of egg wash around the edges. Egg wash will help the crust get brown and shiny. And then I'm going to sprinkle it with some flaky salt. Now I'm gonna stick this in the oven at 425 for about 25 minutes until it's golden brown. Now I'm gonna work on another classic wedge salad. Some bacon is sizzling in my pan. It smells like bacon in here. This is nice and crispy. I'm just transferring it to a paper towel to soak up any excess oil. And I'm gonna let this cool while I make my dressing. So typically a wedge salad is made with blue cheese dressing, but I'm using feta today. I just love the saltiness of feta. So I'm gonna add a third of a cup of feta to my blender. I'll add half a cup of yogurt. This will make my dressing nice and creamy. Sweet paprika, just for some smokiness. Some black pepper. And then I'll thin it out with some olive oil and a splash of water. And now I'll blend this until it's smooth. Okay, let me taste this just to make sure all of the seasonings are where I want them to be. Mm. That's gonna go so good on the salad. That feta is really salty and the paprika is the perfect amount of smokiness. And I just love this color too, it's so pretty. I am making a meatloaf inspired by a Chicago hot dog. I have a few stale buns here which are perfect for making the binder of my meatloaf. I'll tear these up into a large bowl I grew up thinking that meatloaf was kind of weird, but this meatloaf, it's gonna have the pickles and the celery salt and all of the things that make Chicago hot dogs incredible. This is a Chicago hot dog that has been meatloafed. That's a verb. I'm gonna add a few pinches of poppy seeds and a third of a cup of milk. And I grew up in Chicago, so a Chicago dog has a very special place in my heart. I've got sport peppers, sweet pickle relish, and yellow mustard a teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of celery salt, and you always have to have a sprinkle of this on a Chicago dog, black pepper, a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce. I have some onions that have been chopped and they're just softening in my saute pan. And softening the onions first will make them a little sweeter and that's gonna be a really nice balance to the mustard and the pickles that are going in this mixture. Two eggs, which will help this all stay together. I've got two pounds of ground beef and 
I've also got two hot dogs, which are gonna go in the center like a nice little surprise. And now I'm gonna mix this up with my hands. That's the easiest, most effective way of mixing it all together. It's just a lot of great flavors in here. Oh yeah. Okay, I have a pan that's been greased. I'm gonna put half of my mixture in the bottom of the pan. This is my favorite part. This is when I put the hot dogs in the meatloaf. <laughs> I'm gonna put them down diagonally. See, that way every single slice gets a piece of hot dog and the lucky few who get these middle slices get two pieces of hot dog. And now I'm gonna hide them with the rest of the meat. Meatloaf is just weird already and there are so many weird things that you can do to it. But listen, all the elements of a Chicago dog in a meatloaf don't suck. They're really good. Okay, I'm smoothing out the top. I love that you could see the pieces of pickle relish and sport pepper poking out. Next, it's time for the glaze. So I'm not adding a ketchup glaze as is traditional with a meatloaf because you would never find ketchup on a Chicago dog. I'm gonna make a mustard glaze. I'll start with two tablespoons of brown sugar and then I'm gonna add four tablespoons of yellow mustard. And now I'm gonna brush this over the top. I am just slathering on this glaze, getting it nice and thick. And when this bakes, the brown sugar that's in the glaze is gonna caramelize and make it shiny. So this is gonna go in the oven at 350 for about 50 minutes until the internal temperature is 155 degrees. And I'm also gonna get my galette out. It smells incredible. I am so happy with how this galette turned out. I could smell the potatoes and the pie crust. Okay, and now to just punch up that vinegar flavor, I'm gonna finish it with a splash of my vinegar. You can keep this warm in the oven if you wanna serve it hot, but it's also really great at room temperature. It's a perfect make-ahead dish. I've got my Chicago hot dog meatloaf cooking away in the oven. My potato dish for this meal is done. This is the fun part, is building the salad. I've got a head of iceberg lettuce, some tomatoes, and my red pickled onions. Now I'll chop this into quarters. I love a wedge salad because it has some cooling, refreshing lettuce. It has the saltiness of the bacon. Oh, I have to taste it, make sure it's okay. Yeah, oh yeah, that's good. There's so much greatness going on in the salad and putting all these beautiful colors together. I'll drizzle some dressing over the top. And next I'll add my red pickled onions. Some chopped tomatoes, my bacon, which is gonna add the perfect crunch. Fresh pepper. I love the look of fresh cracked pepper on a salad. And then I'll finish it with fresh parsley. All right, and this is ready to serve. Now I'm gonna garnish my meatloaf. I'm smelling it and it smells delicious. I love how shiny this meatloaf gets on top. Okay, so to serve it, I'm gonna add some toppings like I would build a Chicago hot dog. I'll add some of my sweet pickle relish, some tomatoes, some pickles, a couple of sport peppers, and lastly, some sprinkles of poppy seeds and celery salt. And this is ready to go. Isn't this a pretty meatloaf? Okay, guess what I made? The famed coconut cream pie? You guessed it. Yay, my favorite. <laughs> we have to still put the whipped cream on. So okay. do you want to measure out one and a half cups of heavy whipping cream? I'm going to beat this to stiff peaks. Okay. And I know it's ready if I lift my beaters out and it holds its shape. I think we're ready to put it on the pie. Awesome. The famed coconut cream pie. How did it become famous? Well, every year we have pie day on March 14th. And so 
one year, this is about 12 years ago or so, this is what I came up with. This was like my first and only real pie. <laughs> How is this looking? Looks perfect. Okay, you wanna add the toasted coconut? Okay. Wow, this is beautifully toasted coconut. Did a good job. Sprinkles? Sprinkles, sure. Because this is my version of coconut cream pie. Okay. Now Does we're gonna put chocolate on it? Yeah, do you wanna shave some chocolate Yeah, on? I'd love to. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So let's do the big reveal. I'm excited. I'm gonna pop the sides off of this pan. Oh, look at How's that. How's it looking? Looks amazing. Whoa, yay. Yay. <laughs> That's beautiful. Good job. Yay, awesome. All right, let's go eat. Yes. Hope you're hungry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is so amazing. It smells so good. I can't wait to taste it. Okay, really. should we dig in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the salad looks just like so crunchy. I just want to rip into it. It's so good. <laughs> so this is a Chicago hot dog meatloaf. Wow. wow. Like hot dogs? We love Chicago hot dogs. I love them. That's yeah. where the inspiration for this meatloaf came from. Oh, wow. Mmm. It's meaty, it's got a kick to it. I just love it. Mm. They're gonna have like street carts in uh, Chicago. Next to the hot dog stand, it's gonna be the meatloaf stand now. <laughs> Everything on this plate goes perfectly together. And then this galette is just so flavorful. I and the caramelized it. onions wouldn't have happened without you. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's been giving me advice on being a dad. Okay, what do you say? Sleep. Oh no. <laughs> sleep now. Get your sleep when you sleep can. Sleep now. Okay, what are you excited most about becoming a grandpa? Everybody tells me that being a grandparent is even better than being a parent, but the idea of just like being grandpa is sort of like something I'm, I'm still having to wrap my head around. Because you don't want to be old. Right. <laughs> Precisely. Okay, did you save room for dessert? Obviously. <laughs> I've got coconut cream pie. The famed oh coconut cream the pie. The famed coconut cream pie. Yes. How many cats? Mm. Eighty. Eighty cats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Eighty cats in the crust. Mm. I love how the crust runs up this side. See, it's a perfect pie for my dad and my farmer. Thanks for visiting. Next time you visit, you'll be a grandpa. Mm. <laughs>